And we are live. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone who's potentially joining me right now. Hello, everyone who's watching the replay in our private Body I Love You Facebook group. And an extra special hello to anybody who is listening to this via the Body I Love You podcast. I just, I'm sorry, that's my favorite child right now. It's just, you know, he's the newest one. And 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 I just feel so excited that that, that is a thing that we have created. Um, I am still really doing my best to uh, upload this, this dang podcast to uh, anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. But, um, you know, I, I'm not the most tech savvy person that I know. So it's been a bit of a process and I appreciate all of you for just working with me around this. I am so excited for today's topic. And before I even dive into that, allow me to introduce myself to any of you who do not know. My name is Sydney Robaletta. I'm the co-founder of Body I Love You. Uh, we call it Billy for short because we're adorable. Billy is a community uh, that really just dives into what it looks like to be in sisterhood and in community around falling in love with our bodies. And it's not just a community, but Billy is a six-week course that literally teaches self-love and body acceptance. I uh, didn't think that that was a thing either. I, I didn't think that that would be a thing that I would ever say, but uh, that is truly what we have generated over here, what it looks like to build the foundation of truly unconditionally loving the skin that you're in. I am so excited to be here with you all today because today I am discussing a huge stepping stone into the exact thing that I was just discussing. And that monumental milestone is body neutrality. And I actually even want to take love out of the equation today, because here is something that I notice. The concept of loving your body for so many people, I'm speaking about myself included, you know, years ago, felt so far-fetched felt so like not possible, felt so unbelievable for them, for you, for whoever, that it like turns you off of the conversation of like, oh, loving your body, haha, self-love. Okay, Sydney, that sounds great for you, Sid. Hey, Sid, that sounds awesome for you, but like, that's actually not going to happen for me. Or like, based on what I've gone through, that's just not in the cards for me. Or like, of course you feel this way. You look like this. I feel this way because X, Y, and Z, whatever reasons you use as ammunition against yourself as to why you're not good enough to love your body. I've been there, my guys. I totally, totally understand and appreciate where you're coming from. So we're going to take this concept of like falling in love with yourself, falling in love with your body off the table today. Um, because just like any, I speak all the time, your relationship to your body is just that it's a relationship if you're dating somebody and this person's like okay i'm ready for you to love me and you're just like hey so it's just not happening but you're going on this date trying to convince yourself that you're in love you're in love you're in love and you're just not that is not a succinct connected relationship right something that i want to start off this conversation with uh, one of the reasons why I believe this is so powerful is because I do not subscribe to the fake it till you make it mentality. 
I'm aware that that is something that, I don't know, I think like Rihanna said it one time and we all like fell in love with it of like, what does it look like to just get out of bed and, and, you know, just try to be a bad bitch every day. And uh, her answer was something along the lines of like, I fake it. I pretend. And I hear that. Like, I actually do hear how that is a tool that people use in an empowering way. And if that's your empowering tool, amazing. Awesome cool. Keep at it. Whatever works for you. But here's what I've learned. When we subscribe to this fake it till you make it mentality, I've learned that really kind of what it creates is just getting really good at reciting the same mantras or the things that you think you are supposed to say, or maybe something that somebody else said to you one time that you thought was cool. It just gets us really good at faking it. You know, like, like that's, that's what faking it till you make it is. It's not like all of a sudden, once you've made it, this mental shift clicks and all of a sudden you're able to register something intellectually as well as emotionally, right? Like circumstances will never change that. I believe that you got to believe whatever your thing is. I believe that whatever your next breakthrough is and when I say breakthrough, I'm referring to like whatever your next milestone towards your self-love journey is. We all have different ones. You got to believe it. You got to be able to, to buy it. You got you to gotta get behind it. It has to be something graspable for you. Because again, if you're not able to buy what you're selling yourself, we're just getting really good at, uh, you know, generating a successful faker. And uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not in the business of that. So this is where body neutrality comes into play. We have talked in this group before about this concept of second thoughts. If you haven't watched or listened to that episode, uh, please do yourself a favor, go back and listen to it. For those in the Facebook group, it is pinned in our featured videos. It's such a valuable tool when it comes to literally rewiring your brain and creating new neural pathways, okay? So when it comes to second thoughts, so many people have been in the group or have come up to me, uh, you know, outside of Billy and just said something along the lines of like, yeah, but like when I'm sitting down and I'm staring at my stomach, I don't, like a second thought isn't like, I love my stomach. Like, that's just so unbelievable for me. That's just like not something that I can get behind at all. So I don't really know uh, a, an empowering second thought that I can create around my stomach. So we explore that first thought, right? We explore, you know, whatever your first thought is when you're looking down at your stomach. Mine is something like, you know, I mean, it's definitely not a flat stomach. I've never had a flat stomach a day in my life. I have stretch marks on my lower stomach. Um, I have like hair on my stomach that like I have to pluck. So like all those things, society has trained me that those are undesirable and not the best. And I should want to change those things. And my role is to be desirable because that's how women win. We attract a mate and then we create a family and then we get everything we want, right? So I'm able to like explore where that first thought comes from. If I'm not able to get to a place of like gratitude or appreciation or seeing the beauty in my stomach, that is the most normal thing on the planet. Please eliminate, practice eliminating any judgment that you have around that. It's so normal. 
So body neutrality could sound like body neutrality is basically just an observation. It's um, it can even be slightly boring, or it can be thoughtful and loving, or it can be scientific. So I just had this training with um somebody who was in the body I love you course, and now she's in our community calls. Um, this was one of her requests, and we were exploring second thoughts for her, and one came to the conversation, and it was simply. I have a stomach. That was her second thought around that of just that was her practicing body neutrality, going from I hate my stomach, I hate my rolls, I hate this, I hate that, to I have a stomach. Can you guys hear how even so that's so much wildly more empowering than loathing your stomach, than hating your stomach a second ago? And of course, this is a practice. We don't use this as a magic trick that we just snap our fingers and all of a sudden we don't hate our stomachs anymore. That is exactly what creating new neural pathways in your brain is. It's consistency. It's practice. You're literally digging new pathways through your brain. So you better believe that that's going to take some consistency and some practice. Another one is just another potential body neutral thought around your stomach is just this is a human stomach. That, that one's actually very supportive for me because I wasn't even just talking about the fat. I was talking about some stuff about my skin and, and the hair and all this stuff. And when I really zoom out and just acknowledge what this body is, this is just a human body. Human bodies grow hair. Human bodies grow stretch marks. Human bodies have fat. So for me to go from all of these judgments to just like, oh, wow, this is a human stomach. This is what a human stomach looks like. I'll take it. I will fucking take that shit. I will take that shit all day long over hating myself and tying my worth and my value to my stomach in this disempowering way that somebody else trained me into. Another, um, these are some really like caring and just like really kind of process oriented, if that makes sense, mantras or second thoughts, but something along the lines of like, even just the second thought of, I'm learning to love my body. I'm learning to love this body. Even if you don't love it right now, even if you feel like that is still so far ahead of you and so far-fetched, what you're doing, if you're listening to me speak right now, guess what? You're learning to love your body. If I've even been dropped in your sphere in any way, shape, or form, it means something within you wants to heal your relationship to your body. I wouldn't be, you wouldn't be listening to me otherwise. Whether you realize it or not, you are an active participant in your own healing and in your own relationship to your body. There is nothing that you can say that is going to eliminate that. You are always learning. Every stage, every step in your process is so crucial to your entire journey. Every stage belongs. If you're not in a place that you feel like you can love your body unconditionally right now, that is okay. Not only is it okay, but this is, this is where you're at. This belongs. This is an important stage. And if body neutrality is the next breakthrough for you, that is not only such a huge win, so deserving of celebration, but body neutrality is actually a huge gift as well because it makes the impossible seem possible. It, it is refreshing to hurt to turn hate to neutral. 
And if one day neutral turns into like and like turns into love, that's incredible. But at the end of the day, as beautiful as I believe all of our bodies are, they're actually one of the least interesting things about us. They're literally just the meat jackets that we wear around that carry these brains and carry these souls. And we're all just trying to figure that shit out. For some people loving your body where you're at currently in your journey, that shit's overrated. And guess what? That is allowed. The only thing that I will not stand for is you living your life, making the decisions that you make, looking in the mirror and having the thoughts that you have about yourself and feeling unworthy of love, unworthy of value or attention or appreciation or support. It's the only thing I won't stand for. Neutrality is a huge win. Let's, um, let's explore some other examples of body neutrality. So I really like to, my brain, which this is so interesting because I never really did well with science or anything in school, but I actually love the like scientific side of things. I love the, the evidence. I love like seeing what's actually happening. So as an example, I grew up, um, learning, being taught that stretch marks are bad, right? Like I can't count how many commercials I've seen, how many comments that I've heard, IRL, like how many just trainings that I saw um, that taught me to believe that stretch marks are a bad thing. I got my first stretch mark when I was 10 years old. I was in sixth grade. I literally remember the first time I saw it, I had a classmate pointed out to me. <laughs> I was absolutely mortified mortified to the point that I literally lied about what it was because I already knew what it was and I knew it was something bad. And I literally told, I was like, uh, that's a dog scratch. I'm already lying about this stuff at 10 years old, you guys, crazy. But when I'm able to, in service of practicing body neutrality around stretch marks, I used to have it that, oh my gosh, I am literally eating myself to death my body, as I'm sitting, speaking here, is expanding. My body literally can't hold all of the fat that's in my body. I'm literally shredding myself apart. This is so unhealthy. This is so shameful and so disgusting. So yeah, like walking around with that, even if that's on like 13 out of 100, like that sucks. Absolutely not. That sucks so hard. Over a line on my body? Are we kidding? Absolutely not. So if we're creating body neutrality around stretch marks, let's practice, shall we? Oh goodness, here's this stretch mark. I have way more than one, by the way, these days. We're talking about 10 year olds to me, but oh boy, a stretch mark. I went through all my bullshit, disempowering first thoughts around it. What is a neutral thought around it? This is a line on my body. Cool, yeah. Or even, Stretch marks are hereditary. Doesn't matter what size my body is, I was getting those shits either way. <laughs> Stretch marks are an entirely normal human phenomenon. Yes, indeed. All of these things are true. I don't need to be like, I love my stretch marks. <laughs> like I, I don't, 
I don't really have an opinion about them either way. They're just kind of there. I used to be mortified and now they're just part of my skin like, like a freckle, which I'm also covered in, by the way. But that's so interesting, right? It's like, it's what we're taught to believe around certain things. Even that mention of the freckle, go with me here. I used to, I used to care about my freckles because I wanted to get rid of them. And then I didn't care about them. And now I'm noticing as I'm getting older, I'm caring about them again, because I'm now growing into the aging conversation. And of course, being responsible in the sun and all those things. But like when we look at freckles from a place of like, that's bad or undesirable or unattractive. I'm sure y'all can hear that that's a different thing than, oh, this freckle is changing color and form. I should probably get this checked out. But again, going back to that, like, for me, freckles historically are usually neutral. So like, why did I have such a dramatic response around my stretch marks, but not like freckles? It's because of what I was trained to believe about stretch marks and what I've been trained to believe my, in my life around freckles. You know what I mean? Body neutrality. And if you notice that you are having a difficult time creating neutral thoughts around your body, chances are you're overthinking it. Chances are you are overcomplicating it. What does it look like to literally just call out the thing and state what it is? What does it look like for us to just acknowledge gravity? Like, like we get women, especially these are literally called like chicken wings or bingo wings. People listening to this cannot see at all what I'm doing right now, but I'm shaking my arm and and the, the fact that is on my arm is, is jiggling. I cannot tell you how many women I've met who are mortified by that. Absolutely mortified. By just like fat on your, on your arm, jiggling. We hate to jiggle, don't we? Holy shit, we hate to jiggle. Y'all, that's just gravity. That's just gravity. That's just fat. Like, we were also trained that fat's bad. That's not bad. That's not good. That's not bad. Fat is just fat. Like fat literally just exists. It's our brain's relationship to fat that makes it a makes it a good or a bad thing. Um, all bodies have fat. It's concerning if your body doesn't have fat. You know what I mean? Fat is good for you. Keeps you warm. Uh, keeps you keeps you keep keeps that endurance going. You know what I mean? We need fat on our bodies, and we wouldn't be able to survive without gravity. Those are the two components. And what cause you to jiggle. Yet you make it mean a hell of a lot about you, don't you? I hear that. You were trained to do that because you were trained to want to buy all the creams and the procedures and the diet plans and all that stuff in order to fix yourself. And here I am with the audacity to say, you actually don't need any fixing because you're actually not broken. You are just trained to believe that you are. So that you'll spend whatever you need to spend fixing yourself. That's why we believe these disempowering things. It's extremely intentional. And I want you to consider this, even the act of body neutrality is a radical act of self-love. Because it says, hey, I'm actually not going to subscribe to this fucking hating my body all the time anymore. I actually think I'm going to pass on that. I actually think that uh, that that shit is 
very 2016 and, and we're just not gonna do that anymore. That's a choice. I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's an easy one because it's not. There are so many things tied into this conversation. Genetic makeup, history, trauma. I don't know, literally every single thing about your life, which is why this is such a personal conversation. For some, in order to even get to thoughts around body neutrality, it requires additional support. Whether that looks like support like body I love you in a coaching sphere, or whether that looks like support that's a bit more of a medical model, such as therapy or anything along those lines. There's nothing wrong with you if that's where you're at. It just means that you require some additional support. I required additional support. I can't tell you how many time and money I've spent on life coaches and therapists. And guess what? I wouldn't be where I am today without that support. We can't do it alone. We actually should stop trying to because that shit just gets so exhausting over there and it's extremely isolating. And actually when we try to do this shit by ourselves, notice how that's just cloaked in shame. We feel like we need to like do our healing and hiding. And then all of a sudden we can come in and like show everyone the pretty picture. That's perfectionism bullshit. You know what I mean? That is, that is performative. That is, let me wait until I'm not experiencing shame anymore, which won't happen by the way. And then come to you when I'm like a whole and complete human being. Guess what, fam? You're whole and complete right now. If you have resistance towards that, I get it. I understand. Again, I need to reiterate, it was referenced a lot in this conversation. If you have not listened to the second thought exercise episode, do yourself a favor and do it. It's a pretty quick episode. And then um, if you feel called to, come back and re-listen to this one when it comes to creating neutral thoughts around your body. If you notice any obstacles or stops, please comment below or send any of the Billy coaches a, a DM and, and let them know. And we're going to be more than happy to support you. But um, simpler is usually easier when it comes to creating body neutrality. I hope that this discussion was valuable for you all today. We so look forward to supporting you more in the future. Friendly reminder that we have dates for our upcoming Body I Love You courses. These dates are, uh, we have a new six-week program launching on August. And again, it's a six-week program, so that is going to go until September 20th. And this group is going to be led by the absolutely lovely Tonya Noland and Jen Price, who you've definitely seen here with me on a number of these Billy Lives. Their groups are so much fun, so heartfelt, and absolutely supportive and incredible and amazing. If for whatever reason that time doesn't work for you, we have another group launching on September 7th, and that one goes until October 12th. Friendly reminder to everyone that these courses are actually recorded in case that there is a reason that anybody who has signed up for the program at the time needs to miss, um, they're recorded so that you're not missing out on all of that valuable information. And also to, uh, to ease any concerns that you might have about that, recordings are only available to the Body I Love You instructors as well as people within that group.
um, after your course is completed, those those videos will be uh, destroyed and uh, not destroyed, deleted. And uh, only the people in the group will have access to those videos. So I say that because some people will come in thinking like, oh, no, if I can't make every single session, then I'm probably not going to take it. And I hear that. And there's always going to be so many reasons to not do something like this for yourself. It's important to be able to ask, like, what is it that's really holding me back? And when am I going to be ready to just finally say yes? If you have any questions or comments about the Billy course, do not hesitate to comment below or send us a DM and we are more than happy to address it. Thank you all so much for joining me today and uh, have a beautiful rest of your day.